Hey, Kyle. Hey, Lincoln. What did we watch? We just watched War for the Planet of the Apes. Like that? It's fucking dramatic. What was that? <laughs> That's dramatic. So we saw uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. And Kyle, how did you like it? I really fucking enjoyed this movie. I loved it. And I figured I would because I really, really like Planet of the Apes. It's such a weird... It, I think it's a weird... Do you even like, like the Mark Wahlberg one? I actually kind of do. It's okay. I don't hate it. I love the look of it. It's by far the weakest. Yeah. I think the costumes were great. I think a lot of the set pieces were great. I thought Tim Roth was really good. But overall, it wasn't the greatest, but I didn't like hate it. No, these are just fantastic. I just feel like Planet of the Apes is a weird franchise to to be like, I'm a huge fan. I think it's a weird one to be successful. Well, that too. Especially with the reboots. I never expected them to be as good as they are. No. I mean, look at what they're rebooting. I love the first one, but to think like you're modernizing Planet of the Apes, this is going to be shit. So far, no. I think this is probably the best one of the three. I'm conflicted on this and the second one. I think the second one is the weakest. I like it. I just don't think it's as good as the first. I definitely disagree. Yeah, I don't. Why? I just we'll talk about those right now. I just think the first one's better. I think with the second one though is that it was like the Empire Strikes Back. All this stuff was Caesar and like the the humans. I thought you had character development with both groups. You did have character development. Yeah, I think at the end it all came together in a nice swooping. I guess because the second one was just building up a third one. Like you knew at that point it was a trilogy. It was a good movie, but you knew. It was just existed for another one. Because the first one I thought was more preoccupied with the politics with James Franco's character and the corporation. And then the third one, I mean, there's hardly any politics in it at all. Am I right? So Woody Allen's <laughs> in the third movie. Yeah. He plays Colonel Kurtz. We have to talk about the people in the theater. I'm going to talk about the people in the theater right now because this was a very bizarre movie to have such a great theater experience. F- crowd reactions, like people yelling. Wisconsin guy. I want to go ahead and talk about Wisconsin. Okay. I think he was from Wisconsin. Might have been from Canada. Probably not Canada. I'm, I don't know. Probably not. He. So I went to the bathroom because I have a little baby bladder and I have to use the bathroom all the time. That is an understatement. Yeah. So I go in the bathroom afterwards and there's this guy that I'm going to try to do my best. best oh, you were going to insult an entire state <laughs> or country. So go for it. He's like, oh boy. Oh, that was some kind of movie. I was like, yeah. It was, it was I thought you were doing the goofy fucking smile with it. That's what he looked like. It was like I was in Strange Brew. And he, he was like, did you did you like it? I was like, yeah, I thought it was really good. He's like, oh, boy. And then at the end, when they saw the zoo thing, oh, that, I didn't expect that one. I didn't expect that reaction with the zoo thing. I don't this know isn't really a spoiler. No. They meet an ape that says he's from Sierra Zoo, and the guy's like, oh, man. Was that like an oh, man moment? <laughs> I Am I really, like, missing out on something huge? That that's like a, oh shit, game changer. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, and then, yo, you had Caesar. And then his son saw him and, oh, you just saw the, oh boy. Oh, that movie, man. That, oh boy. But I loved it. It's a great I'm movie. So that's grass. just such a weird reaction for it. I think it's an appropriate reaction though, because, all right, can we talk about me real fast? I was, I wasn't going to talk about it, but. Talk about what? No, no, we got to talk about Woody Allen guy. The guy's behind us. Okay. They were, before the movie started, they weren't talking, like, during the opening, like, tech stuff they were, and I'm like, these motherfuckers, I was immediately like, we're gonna fucking have to move, because these guys don't shut up. They did. But one of them leaned over, he's like, Woody Allen's in this, he's really good, I really like Woody Allen as an actor. And I was like, did I miss here what he said? And after the movie, you even, like, did they say Woody Allen? I'm like, okay, good. They did. 
But at that point, instead of like looking at you and laughing, I'm like, now I got to know what they're saying. So I just like tuned in to this conversation. I would love for these guys to like think it's Woody Allen the whole time. <laughs> Go to the video store and be like, oh shit, Woody Allen, we should watch this. <laughs> they pick up bananas. Or to think of like Woody Allen is in Zombieland to them. <laughs> or Woody Allen stars in White Men Can't Jump with Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Oh, I loved Woody Allen and Hunger Games. So, and these people have no idea who Woody Allen is. There's no way. There's no fucking way. The majority of people in our town. But how do they know his name? His name. Well, his name's pretty. He was pretty notorious for for some things a time or two ago. Not movie related or child related or ape related. Was it ape related? <laughs> I don't think so. Is this a bad bananas joke you're making? Is that what you're doing right now? I already tried to make one. Oh, you did. You I rushed I, over it. I know. That's why I thought you were going back to the fucking well. So anyway, um, they were great because they also, throughout the pretty much the entire movie, were like rooting for the humans. Which is, <laughs> which is funny, but when we get into spoilers about what this movie is, also kind of fucked up. Like, I say kind of, it's really kind of fucked up. Mm, yeah. I mean, this movie parallels some things, and that's not like symbolically no it fucking is well because there there's there a are blatant yeah there's a beginning blatantly what this it is. is not a spoiler um it starts out with kind of like a small battle that happens the entire time that they were like shooting all of the apes he was just like yeah blast those fuckers yeah kill them all the whole thing with the apes is just leave us alone the guy that wanted war is dead it's not a spoiler it's from the segment leave us alone very peaceful creatures. It'd be like if the Ewoks attacked you, like, yeah, fucking Empire! Blow her head off. Kill them little bear motherfuckers. So, yeah, uh, please see War of the Planet of the Apes. It's great. If you like the first two of the new series, you'll like this one. If you didn't, you won't. There's nothing. This movie's not going to be like that one. I hated the first two, but this one's really good. Mm-hmm. And this movie does rely on you seeing the other two. Well, well not in a really. way. In a way, yes, but I think it explains things in the movie to where you, you're okay. There's even the kind of the terrible opening crawl text things that fill you in. That I always hate those, but... I had a problem with this one. I hated how they, in each one, they had to put the title of the movie in it. I don't know. I, and then I show it written. It was yeah, silly. It wasn't the worst thing in the world. It felt like that's what you do in a teaser trailer. You don't do that in an actual movie. You do that in the teaser, so when you see it and it says Rise, and you're like, oh? And it says Dawn, you're like, oh shit, it's new... New eight movie. It just felt weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't terrible. It just felt weird. It's like, yeah, we know we're we, we're literally in the theater. We paid to watch this. We know. Mm, yeah, that that's why it felt weird. I it's, would say definitely, I would recommend to watch. You know, the first two before this one, just because it does rely on it, and because there's so much character growth. I think if you, you want Lincoln's it. reaction to this movie, then you need to have seen the other two to fully encompass them. But I think if you haven't. You understand who Caesar is. You understand what they've been through. You get it. So you want to just jump to how you uh, reacted in a certain scene? Spoiler? You want to talk about the end? All right. We're going to super spoilers. Super time. spoilers. The very end of the movie. All right. We're just going to go down to our dis- discussion. <sighs> Number two this year. Number two. Yeah, I cried. Lincoln cried. I actually cried two times during the movie. One when was the other see. one? Uh, the first time I cried was when Bye. Caesar saw his wife and his son dead. That really? Mm-hmm. You cried there. Okay, hit me, hit me right in, the, right there. Because I thought they were gonna make it. You didn't cry when the little girl Nova out of nowhere had a, an emotional reaction. That no. kind of came out of nowhere when she just broke down crying. Oh, that part. No, I mean I was sad. I mean she didn't even like there wasn't a single tear for her dad. Yeah, 
all this dude was, did was give her a flower. This is true. That felt kind of rushed to me. Mm-hmm. Like, where is... Yeah, there's a couple things. All of a sudden, that. she's super emotional about these Well, I have a lot of... Yeah, I have a lot of things with her I do want to talk about. No, when Caesar dies at the very end, I knew it was coming. I didn't I was, even have to look over. I knew you were crying. It was fucking over. It was fucking GG. And it's one of those you knew. I mean, we knew going yeah, in. Yeah, I knew, I knew the entire time. Caesar's going to die. Fuck, it's emotional, though. Mm-hmm. Because the, cause the whole thing with Planet of the Apes is that he had to die for them to prosper. Yeah. Fucking impressive. He made that trick mm-hmm. with a goddamn arrow. That was another life. reason why I cried because I was just like, thinking, I was just like, this he is so it. strong. And all he wanted to do was save his family. Oh, fuck. I'm getting ready to cry right now. Holy shit. No, did, I don't want to talk about it. Did your fate cry? Almost oh, my God. It almost did. Oh, oh my God. God. I'm if sorry. We, if we can get you to cry on the podcast, we no, fucking I don't want to, no, 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 no. Oh, my oh, God. Okay, this would be good. our penny dropping episode. All right, we're good. Get all the ladies with your sensitive oh God, side. I started thinking about it. Because it's, it's just so sad. And the thing that got me was the parallel with all the other apes dancing and happy as he slowly slumps over and dies. I hate you so much right now. I'm just saying it's so impactful. That's of, the thing. Because it's just like with the first two movies, it's just he goes through like so much. And then finally at the end, like finally like his family is able to like survive without him. Well, what's left? Yeah. But I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> But you, after facing total extinction, you know, surviving and seeing, and then yep. he dies, and it's like a fucking Greek tragedy. It's amazing. I, I love that he didn't die during the big final battle, and that he actually made it to see that he succeeded. Yeah. Because it did make me laugh, like, the second time he's like, go without me. I'm like, do you not remember what happened last time? Yeah. Is this a thing you want to do? Yeah, like, when they have the scene where he, after he slumps over, and then it, like, pans back, and it shows Maurice like holding him it is literally like a greek tragedy painting yeah it was incredible and the sun but you're seeing the beauty and the freedom as he dies and, mm-hmm. and then when maurice announces and they all just turn and that's when it fades to black it's sad i think nova cried at that one yeah so i, I okay speaking of nova i brought her up what are your thoughts on nova okay so i think it was clever how they brought her character in mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that are left up to kind of your interpretation that I'm not sure if I wish that they would have kind of said, such as how does she know sign language? She doesn't. She, yeah, she does. I, I think she learns it from them, though. Well, here's the thing. There's a lot of assumptions that you can bring. There's that Maurice teaches her because it is established in the second movie that Maurice is able to teach the ape sign language. Mm-hmm. Um, the time frame is kind of wonky on how long it was from the start of the movie to the end, like how much time. It doesn't feel like it was much. No. So there, it's debatable if he taught her or if she already knew from her dad i'm gonna say he taught her that's my guess but it was never an established because it starts like when he keeps saying telling caesar she's thirsty and she does it Mm -hmm. it's more like she's understands what he's saying that's what i took it as but then you know a couple scenes later she's asking full questions like am i an ape exactly that's where when that started happening i kind of thought about the maurice teaching her thing as maybe a stretch especially because when you see maurice teaching the apes he's using visual aids and tool and books when how are you going to teach sign language while you're on a horse going through the mountains unless he's been talking to her because maurice can speak but the thing is is that maurice but when he does to her it's like it's a big deal yeah because well he doesn't talk in the other movies so when he finally does talk that's kind of a big reveal and i don't know it doesn't make sense so i thought a lot of things with her were with her character development were rushed i think some of the scenes with her were longer than they should have been didn't really add to it like when they ran into bad ape I thought that went on too long. Mm-hmm. It felt like filler. Like you're not adding anything here. 
I did like Bad Ape. I didn't. You didn't like the comic relief? I really didn't. I liked his no. design. I Okay, so with Bad Ape, I know why he's in it. Because the thing that turns some people off about like the second movie is how fucking dark that movie is. Yeah. There's like no happy shit yeah. in that movie. And it is good to have at least some kind of comic relief. I just thought that the comic relief with him was very shoehorned. And I wish that he was only in there for a very short period of time. Well, to me, he kept the plot going at some points for a lot of audiences when Caesar wasn't with them. Because at the time, Caesar was the only one that could speak. You're only going to hold audiences so much with sign language and subtitles. I would have loved it if half the movie was just subtitles. I would have loved it too. I, I really liked his design. I liked the point of him. His thing was that there are more out there. That there are plenty more, which helps build to another movie. It's not just the group that was caesar was protecting there are other apes out there and i like that aspect of it comic release stuff no it wasn't really needed at all and it i think it broke a lot of it broke tension in areas where they shouldn't have broke tension yeah because this movie is very dark in tone and that this is nazi germany (laughs) i mean to put it bluntly there's a crazy colonel that they look up to and kind of leads everything he has them in prison and in slave camps nazis and he's like colonel kurtz i mean they even he yeah in a tunnel it says apocalypse now he is kurtz yeah he's kurtz but also a lot more of like religious zealot kurtz yeah which is hitler you know there's christ imagery caesar Mm -hmm. gets crucified in this there's a lot of like really powerful imagery and And undertone and that's why i didn't i keep wanting to say symbolism it wasn't symbolism yeah it was in your face but that's why i didn't really like the comedy relief because we have sierra zoo lincoln <laughs> I don't know, understand how that's a wow moment. I, like, I started thinking, I'm like, was there like a big deal with yeah, Sierra I, and the other I ones that something? I missed? I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah, there's so much of this symbolism and a lot of Christ imagery and just how dark it is and how real everything is. And you have like, a slapsticky character. But then you have, yeah. But so the only part I really liked about him was there are more of us out here. He learned to speak from the, you know, like, he's not the only one. I think that really subtly. Mm-hmm. That and not as subtly. I mean, Caesar has a son named Cornelius. But I think the bad ape, more than anything, really subtly sets up a reason to have another movie, which I think really is going to more go into the original status. I think we're going into that point. Mm -hmm. So I was cool with that. And I didn't hate him at first at all because I I liked his heart to heart moment with Caesar, you know, when he talks about his family as well that was yeah i really like that that was, that was touching and that was the only reason he was willing to help and he i mean he is crucial to getting him out and he's gonna be in the next movie you know that now that was weird he's wearing clothes like and stuff like i would have been fine if he was just in there for a very short period of time but he I, wasn't novo was always there she didn't really add a lot at a certain point it was weird with her because it's like they needed to establish her character in the universe. Well, and her why she's important to Caesar and them is yeah, but it's I, it, finding the good in humans. She is a good person; they're not all terrible. And Maurice immediately takes her in, you know, and Caesar starts to see her like a daughter almost. I thought she's very important, but then it's just like she's invisible. Apparently, we learned that she's invisible. It seemed bug me so much. She just walks into their fucking camp. Now, to be fair, Kyle, they did have a scene where they were talking about that they were all leaving the base. But they, you could see them there. Yes. They weren't far from her. 
She's giving water and this and that. You yeah, can she see, she wanders into the into the, the main base. And there then, are scenes yeah. where the spotlights go right across her. Like, come on, eh, you know, like mm-hmm. I thought the... I have to have her make be a little bit sneakier. But I liked having the apes like sacrifice himself to, so she can get out. Showed a showed the human the human side of the apes, but showed the good side and of both sides. But for most of the movie, she doesn't really do a lot. But she's like integral to their group. And also, I don't really like how she had no reaction when her dad died. But she did when I don't remember the ape's name. I can't died. remember off the top of my head. But she does when he dies. Like there's no reaction to her dad. She immediately turns to the people who she know killed well, them. Is it her dad though? I don't know. We have to assume it's her dad. It, but it could be She's, just a soldier that refused to kill her and went AWOL with her. But still, you'd have but some still sort there's of, an emotional bond there. Yeah. I don't like know. He sacrificed everything to protect her mm-hmm. because she had, she's becoming, uh, what's the word? She's not ape-like. Stupid? Well, that's a bit rude to apes, isn't it? Basically, she's becoming an animal. She's That's the theory in this. Again, you don't really know if that's true. Maybe she was just never raised to where she could speak. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, we see Woody Allen later like start to go mm-hmm. that route. It's Woody Harrelson, by the way. I'm going to keep calling him Woody Allison. I thought he was great, though. I thought Woody Harrelson, Woody Harrelson was really good. Yes. I wish that it was less of him just being... He is Kurt. Yeah. Like Which is fine. I mean, if you're going to model after anybody that's a crazy war criminal... It's just too spot on it sometimes. Well, there's parts where he's talking. I'm like, mm, this is exactly like a Marlon Brando monologue right now. Well, there is a scene where that he's sitting there and like half of his face is in the darkness... And I was like, is he taking a bath? Um, why was it the colonel conveniently that killed Caesar's wife and child? Do you think the colonel that they've established in this, mm-hmm. like later on, is he one that would actually go out? It's weird. See, I don't think he would. Yeah, because throughout most of the movie, he's just kind of in his big In his room, castle. he comes out and like talks to him every morning. He yeah. comes out to confront Caesar and talk to him. He has most people do his work. I don't think he would be one that would go out there to do that. I just really... I, yeah, well, I think it more so just needed to establish... It's a plot convenience. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. I just... like It, it wouldn't happen with the character. And then after he kills Caesar, or Caesar's wife, then he just looks at him, and he's just like, you're an errand boy. Is that what he said? I was going to say the rest of the quote, but now I just completely forgot Okay, it. it's like, I was good. Well, all right, moving on. Um, <laughs> I did monkey math. <laughs> They're not monkeys, Lincoln. I did some monkey math. I told you not, I told you not to be species. And... There's a part in the movie. Well, I don't know. There is a monkey. Bad ape is. Yeah. He says he's an ape. He's That's a chimp. a chimp. That's a chimp. Yeah. They're like rectangles. It's like where like all rectangles are squares and all squares are rectangles or whatever. Do you want to get to your gorilla riding a horse or yes, is this exactly different thing? Okay. About. Math came up. I'm thinking about math. Okay. So there are, there's a gorilla on a horse and I thought to myself, there's no way that a gorilla could ride a horse. I bet if they could. Guess what? They can totally ride a horse. Now, here's the thing. Horses can carry a lot well, of fucking weight. Here's, okay. It can't, like, comfortably carry a gorilla. Do you think that gorilla cared about the comfort of that horse? <laughs> I mean, really? So that gorilla, the the species of gorilla that that is, is a western gorilla. The max weight that that gorilla could be is 350 pounds. A horse could carry 350 horse pounds. horse can carry 350 pounds. It's not recommended for them to carry that much. I don't think the horse had a choice. Max weight is like 250 that you should have them on. Yeah. So then I thought, could that orangutan be on that horse? Orangutans are lighter than gorillas. No, it's not. What, what orangutan? That is a lie. That species of orangutan that Maurice is, 
goes upwards of 400 pounds. What species is that? I don't know off the top of my head. I keep on saying gibbon. I don't think he's it's a gibbon. It's not a gibbon. It's not a gibbon? No. Gibby was not in this movie. This Gibby should have been in this movie. fucking bullshit that they only showed only certain kinds of apes when Gibby could have been in there. Gibby could have been in there. Gibby could have Gibby could have been bad ape. I would have fucking shit myself if it was Gibby. We know Gibby can talk. Gibby can talk. Yeah, Russell Madness. Yeah. We haven't watched it yet, but I've seen the trailer. It's fucking bullshit. I will call Gibby's agent right now. Oh my God. That would have been great. You would have expected maybe one shot. Just little Gibby in the back. Uh, just like, little hey. Gibby. Yeah, exactly. Just being happy. Yeah. Fucking stupid. Anyway, so an orangutan could ride a horse. Yeah. But the horse, like I said, not comfortably. I don't think they give a fuck. For about- not long periods of times. It would hurt their joints. So here's the thing. Then we have the orangutan with Nova. Nova, I estimate her to be nine to 10 years old. Yeah. Average weight, 70 pounds. That What's 70 not, more pounds at that point? That horse is not having fun with those people. And it's weather conditions, which you have to account for less weight even more. So you're taking off another 50 pounds. I love how those you horses think. Those are fucking dead. Fuck, they are dead. Do you think they give a fuck about those horses? I think they do. No, I don't think they do at all. I think they do. Well, good for you. They probably don't. Her weight would be distributed differently, too, though, because she was up on the ass. True. She's on the a point, you know, a structure of the legs. It would be less strain for her. It's just, I don't She's know. She's not kind of... on its spine. But what kind of horses were those, though? Are horses. these Arizona horses? Are they California horses? Well, we don't Are know where Texas we were. Are they Texas horses? Where were we? California. Where's Sierra? Nevada. Because it's Sierra Zoo. There's a desert. So that narrows, okay, so that narrows be, it down okay. if it's in the U.S. See, then those would be like purebred horses. That's then. assuming we're in the U.S. The, yeah, it's in the well, U.S. Well, we are. We no, are, it's in the U.S. Yeah, because there's a giant Coke truck. Yeah. This is all that takes place in the U.S. Yeah. Oh, I'm just saying they didn't really establish it. That giant Coca-Cola truck was weird. Yeah, I got to get some kind of money out of them. I was just, come on. So we're talking thoroughbred horses, okay? And they're lugging around a gorilla. I think they could do it. I think they could do it, but not for very long. They didn't no. have any extra horses. Why well, we don't know that horses? they didn't have extra horses. Yeah, we do. No, we don't. They took all the extra horses with the, the with the big exodus. Moses went with his disciples. Yeah, but they could have easily got extra horses. How are they going to get extra horses? We saw that the patrol of the humans had horses. Oh, that's right. They Remember when they get ambushed? They look down and see oh, two horses. They Horses are a dime a dozen here, dude. This is very true. And when you have military people and they're choosing to ride a horse. Save gas. It's true. Yeah. It's food. So, don't, don't talk about eating horses. Not eating horses. They have to feed the horse. You know how much a fucking horse eats? Uh, about eight pounds of grain a day. That's a lot. It is a lot. It's a I lot of about grain. One horse. I love horses. Where do they get all that grain? Planet? Are you talking about like people that own horses or in no, the movie? No, no, in the movie. Remember when they finally feed the apes and they have those big... Th- oh, that's right. They have, well, they probably have grain silos. You would think so? But I mean, you are they like... a military base, they would have are grain they, silos. Wait, did you see a grain... Why would a military base have a grain silo? Why would a military base not have a grain silo? Because they wouldn't. No, but the whole thing now is... I read this interesting article about how they're saying that like apocalypse preppers and if like you're worried about like the future that you need to start hoarding grains and seeds. So you think a military base was a prepping for the apocalypse? No, but I'm just saying that wouldn't a base have like seeds and grains I'm just for saying the future? I'm saying even at that point, there's an import export system here. Okay. They know that they're the other military is coming to kill them. Uh-huh. Who is importing to these people? Nobody's importing. They have that underground. It's established they have underground things. I haven't been in a military base. Do they have grain silos? I, did you see farmland? No, but why would they need farmland? Because those grain silos will But the grain's empty. just like in, in case. They could make their own. It's not that hard. How do you think you make till grain? You fucking plant it. Did you see farmland? They would have to do... It's like Harvest Moon. You get a hoe. They didn't have any. 
You don't know that. You, they didn't show where the grain silos were. I guarantee because there you there, were grain there's silos. a fucking storage place underneath that place that has grains. I and think seeds. they're eating ape meat. Well, I mean, they're eating ape that, meat. That is happening. God, that Caesar's delicious. Don't, no, no, it's not. <laughs> they made a dressing after him. It's got to be good. Right after he died, they ate him. I mean, they are animals. You think they're like, Caesar's dead. Is that why I like this movie? Nom, nom, nom. Actually, I was talking to somebody about that today. About the. Do I like Planet of the Apes so much because I'm a vegetarian? You liked it before that, so no. Okay, touche. You grew up with Planet of the Apes. I didn't, though. You didn't grow up with the original? I watched the original, but I wasn't a huge fan of it. Even the first film of this new series, you were not a vegetarian when that came out. No, I wasn't, no. So I'd say no. Okay. Why would, I mean. Because I was like 15 or something, and I rewatched Planet of the Apes, and I was like, holy shit. And then I watched all of them. And then when (laughs) when they hit the reboot, I was like, oh my God. And I fucking blew my load and I went and rode my bike to see the first one. And I rode did you cry at any of those? Um, I almost did during the second one. Well, how? Where? Because during the second one, his son like almost betrays him, you know, because yeah. he starts going with like Koba. Did you get, did you almost cry at a betrayal? Yes. It was heartbreaking. See, I After you- all this stuff that Caesar did and his son betrays him. So how did you feel at the line in this when Caesar says he was right? I am Koba. I loved it because, you know, Koba's Koba's character is what Caesar by all means should be. But Caesar has just like the self-perseverance and like this strength to go against what he should like. What he rightfully should do is just want to fight. Mm -hmm. But he understands what that actually means and that it'll never end. Well, and there's also a thing with Kurtz. I'm just going to call him Kurtz. I don't think he... Did he have a name? I think they just called him Colonel. He had a name. It was on his name tag. Yeah, but I don't think anyone called him that, did they? I don't think so either. So the Colonel... Remember when there's that line where he is like, why would you try to kill me? Do you know what's going to happen if you were to kill me? I think that's why... Yeah, what would happen to all these people? The thing with Caesar is that he does think about that. In that moment, he was Koba. He was not thinking. He was just going for rage. But... It shows that Caesar knows that side and of like his Koba side and knows when he should not be Koba and when. But I think when he says that line, though, he knows that he's slowly becoming that. Mm -hmm. He doesn't in the end. I don't think we I don't think either one of us thought he was going to kill the colonel. No, we knew he wasn't. I was worried, though, when he put the gun down and the colonel picked it up. I'm like, don't let this be how Caesar dies. It's like in an act of kindness and the Mm -hmm. colonel shoots him. But now he kills himself. So. Yep. So that was a good moment for... And the thing I loved about the colonel was his motives when he's explaining why he is chosen mm-hmm. to be the He's evil as fuck. But you 100% get it and mm-hmm. understand. Well, you understand... You understand he's, where he's coming from. He's doing it from, we are the last bastion of, like, humans. And if I do not do this, we will go extinct. Like, you can't argue that. And you can't be like, no, you're wrong. Because he's not. I mean, we know how Planet of the Apes ends up. I thought it was brilliant that you could... Any movie that can take the big bad and he's fucking like Colonel Adolf Hurt or Kurtz, like he's beyond bad, which is fucked up why those guys behind us were like, yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, also going back to the second movie, thing with Koba of why I cried because of the betrayal was because it was like a loss of innocence for Caesar. Shit sucked in that movie real hard. And it sucked even more for him to have his own people turn on him. After all that they've they'd done. Well, and then they alluded to that in this one as well. Mm-hmm. Not that they were turning on him, that they stopped believing in him. Yeah. They gave up hope. Like when he first gets thrown into prison with them, 
no, but they won't even look at him until he stands up for him. Then it's like their Spartacus moment. I know they didn't all be like, I am Caesar. <laughs> but it's still, you know, it's, yeah. it felt like, because I've said it before, I'm a sucker for g- large groups of people or apes coming together like mm-hmm. that. That shit is what almost tears me up. I don't fucking know why. I just love it. That's fucking crazy. Not like slow clap bullshit. Yeah. If they did like slow ape clap, no. Bane like that's when you know like this is this is happening. And then it didn't, but then it comes back. Mm-hmm. There are moments where I think the pacing is a little off in this movie. Yeah, and like that's a big one. It's like, yes, we're getting back on his side. Eh, no, and then they're just that just goes away for mm-hmm. a while. It's like, well, where Especially because the second one I think is just so uh relentless with its pacing at certain points. Um I have seen online a lot of people very upset with War of the Planet Apes because it is not as action packed as they thought because apparently if you put war in your movie title I th- everybody thinks it's going to be non-stop i do think it's implied in the title when you put war in i'm glad it wasn't if it was non-stop action again i think we'd be being like yeah, it's fine mm-hmm. i mean it's nothing new well one thing that about this movie that i wish people talk more about is how it's gonna be weird this is gonna be weird what i'm about to say this has so much in common with mad max fury road I know you're looking at me. Let me explain. This movie? This movie. Okay. Let me explain. All right. I am quite curious on this. Both movies rely 90% on pure visual storytelling. That's true. And I wish people would talk about that more with this one because so much of it is just visual. There's no dialogue, no nothing. Because they easily could have made it to where just all the apes could talk. There's a stretch of 15 minutes where there's no sign language or anything. It's just them looking at each other, them doing things, them, yeah. Yeah? That's where the parallel comes in with Mad Max. Okay, Mario. that's Trust still me. a very loose parallel. Yeah, so I'm not saying that okay, all of it. I'm just saying that the, the big... different visual style well, of storytelling. Mad Max Fury Road that I don't think people really give credit for is that it is one of the best movies that has ever utilized visual storytelling. Oh, yeah. Ever. Ever. Yeah. I mean, we've said it before. It's the reason... We're here right now. Is that mm-hmm. movie? That was the tipping point. We should really rewatch that and do an episode. I would love to, to talk about that, especially if oh, ooh, Furiosa is going to come out. We can do ooh. yeah, because I think that would be cool. Well, when when is Furiosa coming out? Uh, probably like two years. I mean, this was like just a character trailer. It wasn't even a teaser. Yeah, but I mean, I thought it's already like been filming and stuff. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that when is it coming out? Is what mm, I'm saying. No. I'm saying what the yeah. this wasn't even a teaser trailer. And I want to watch the Fury Road Noir because I never actually watched the. Black I haven't movie. watched that one either. Let's do it. It's going to be fun. Okay. I fucking love Mad Max Fury Road. I can't say enough about that movie. I think that it's still a very broad relation. Correlation. You it's still there. a pretty big correlation, though. Uh, but one of them's through, like, nonstop action, and this one's through, like... Subtle gestures. And gestures and emotion, like, through facial... Not facial. I also... <laughs> it's a totally different movie. I also was thinking a lot, and this partly is because I... I so I watched a movie last night. I watched The Master again. Okay. Because I watch it, like, four times a year. Are you... <laughs> I just love your comparisons here. You are making comparisons to Fury Road and The Master. Like, those are similar movies. Go with me. Follow me on this ride. Okay. One thing in Planet of the Apes, the the War for the Planet of the Apes, that I love so much was the subtle nuances of facial gestures, which is a very large thing in The Master. And there's so many parts in The Master where it's just like the conversations with Joaquin Phoenix. And it's just... I don't know. I just kept thinking about War from the Planet of the Apes. Okay, how, I can see how well now. the conversations were and how just the very subtle nature and eyebrow movement well, made you feel certain ways. Even just with the colonel, just the way he carried himself. 
told you honestly everything you need to know about his character just the way he walked and stood and one of my favorite scenes was actually you went to the bathroom that's my favorite scene is lincoln peeing that's it no is um when caesar first gets called up into the colonel's room and they're just really the standoff and talking i i just loved it it's very tense mm-hmm the great thing with the colonel is I felt that so many times like he could just fucking stab Caesar. Right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't know that he won't just like they were not going to go into like hardcore torture of yeah. Caesar. I'm glad they didn't. Well, going, you know, going I back mean, he to was the, crucified and waterboarded a little bit. Yeah. You know, going back to the master, like Joaquin Phoenix's character, why I just kept thinking about like War for the Planet of the Apes is a lot with the colonel's character of during the master, I guess spoilers for the master. No, we're yeah, not talking not really. about it. Doesn't matter if we spoil that. Well, this I'm just isn't gonna, about the I'm just gonna say, like, throughout the movie, like you don't know when he's gonna like fucking snap. This yeah. character's so emotionally volatile. Yeah, and this and spoiler the colonel really doesn't have that moment of snapping. I mean he shoots an ape to prove a point, mm-hmm. but he doesn't really snap. He withers away. Yeah. Honestly, in his last scene, he is the most sympathetic character in this movie. In that one scene. I thought that was brilliant that we cared. Well, you cared especially because of his there, monologue about how that when he killed his son, that he saw him still having emotions inside. Yeah. And when you see Caesar give him the gun, you see that too. I just thought it was brilliant that... There's also a lot of taxi driver in this movie. Is there? No. Okay. That was a joke. I was just like, where the fuck... <laughs> I'm just trying to pull all these like masterpieces okay. out. No, this is very much Apocalypse Now. Very much concentration camp very much so very much planet of the apes they mm-hmm. stole a lot from from them i thought that was a bit funny. yeah i mean you could have just fucking called this an apes movie ridiculous this movie's in 3d we didn't watch it in 3d i don't know why you'd want to watch i just want to point out why do they think it's okay to do 3d movies and movies that take place mostly at night and are dark 3d does not work worth a damn in poorly lit movies in my opinion i'm trying to think of a 3D there's movie not much second. of this movie in the day yeah, the third act is pretty much daytime because it's the, all snow stuff. The third act? That's the big battle. Yeah. It's all the stuff at night. No, it's like super small at night, and then it's all at day. Oh, towards the end of it, it's at day. It's like sunrise. Primarily the third act is during the day. No, you keep saying third act. like Third act, what I qualify the third act okay, in this like... movie is when they are at the base. Yeah, but the part that's mainly a day is the end of the battle. But everything's well lit. I could see. I can see the apes. But in 3D, because to make 3D work, they darken it. Go watch the Pirates of the Caribbean, the one that was in 3D. The first There's one. one in 3D? The first one they did in 3D. Not really? the first movie. It was like the second or third one. Okay. I went and saw it in 3D. Why? Uh, somebody wanted to go. You can I couldn't see shit. It was terrible. We left. That was the last... You know, we just left. I don't remember why. I saw it. I only... It was like 30 minutes. I was like, fuck this noise. And we left. I may have even said, fuck this noise. I don't know. Did you think, by the way, that our audience was going to clap at the end? For the credits. No, but it happened. It did. Not during the credits. They didn't clap for the movie, but yeah. they clapped it like them. It was like when Caesar came through the cloud. Yeah. <laughs> of smoke and they clapped. No, I didn't expect it. And that's what's so great of how much emotional investment that you can have with the movie about apes. Something I don't think a lot of people are talking about is what was Caesar's downfall. Kindness. Kindness is what killed him. I know that sounds really mm. cliche, but he lets a guy go. That guy's the one that ended up mm-hmm. delivering the fatal blow. If he wouldn't have let him go, Caesar would be alive and kicking. Yep. And who knows what would have happened. But yeah, it was his kindness. So I think that really helps set a tone too that Nova shows the good in the humans. But Caesar's death, if you know another ape were to really think about it, mm-hmm. shows why we should never trust them. Trust them. Why well, we sh- and also, you know, if he would have killed him, 
then, I mean, Caesar basically would have died anyway because then it would have just been him becoming Koba. Yeah. So it's, he was in a lose-lose. Caesar was dying in this movie, which we knew, and that's fine. I'm surprised no one ever called him a little Caesar. Kyle, what do you want to give this movie? I'm not even going <laughs> to acknowledge that. That's better than your shitty bananas joke. Hey, I tried. We didn't make a lot of ape puns. I don't make puns in general. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, and I, I fucking hate it. I know, that's why I do it. I would give it 8-7. I really enjoyed it. I I think pain, there were some pacing issues mm-hmm. were the only things. Not that it felt long. I don't think it felt too long. But it just felt like it really dragged at some moments. Or they kind of just repeated themselves a little bit. When it's like, I, yeah, I get it. He's bad. Come on, we got to rescue them. Yeah, it's obvious. But yeah, 8-7. I still think it's definitely worth a watch. I have had a night to think on it. I think I'm going to give it a 9-2. Why did you just James Lipton it? Another movie that I rewatched recently. <laughs> oh, Lord. Was There Will Be Blood. Okay. Are you going to compare this to There Will Be Blood? No. But okay. I do want to say. That movie's fuck only gets better? I believe that the I'm an oil man speech may be the greatest monologue of all time. It has one of my favorite lines that I quote from any movie. What? Just a babe or bastard in a basket. That is not the same scene. I know. No, I'm not saying. I'm saying the movie. I used to just yell that randomly at people. You're just a bastard. Just a bastard in a basket. And if they hadn't seen it, they really got angry. It was great. That movie gets better and better every time I've Mm -hmm. watched it. Yeah. So go watch uh, There Will Be Blood. If you haven't seen it, go watch The Master. Yeah. Go watch uh, Fury Road. Go watch Fury Road. Go watch War for the Planet of the Apes if you like the first two. I would still just say just go watch it. This isn't going to change your mind. It's not going to win you over. If you didn't like the first two, you're not going to like this one. It's still the same. Go watch Cheaper by the Dozen. Fuck Cheaper by the Dozen. Why would anyone watch? You bring that up again, motherfuckers are going to make us do it. They're going to make us watch goddamn Cheaper by the Dozen, you dumb son of a bitch. You're going to emoji movie us right now, which comes out in a couple fucking weeks. Hope you fucking proud. Will the emoji movie be better than War of the Planet of the Apes? Probably. Why did the emoji movie come out today? We're recording this on National Fucking Emoji Day. Wasted opportunity. Today's National Emoji Day. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. But what does that mean? It's national. Does that mean that you send people emojis? Yeah. Does that mean you wear shirts of emojis? Do you I make don't... an emoji of yourself? How can you make an emoji? You can't. Can I make an emoji? Nobody wants an emoji of you. Can I send? You literally some, some... are a sad panda emoji. Is what you are. Stop fucking making, bring it up cheaper by the goddamn dozen. Stop it. I know they're sitting right there and we can do them at any time, but we're not going to. See, Apes was great. Yeah, watch, watch it. it. Um, before we quit, we have not forgotten Spider-Man and Baywatch and Baby Driver. If you wonder where mm-hmm. those were, because we have not been to the theater in a while. Yeah. We had a convention to go to. You've probably, we posted some interviews, blah, blah, blah. So we've been kind of busy and it kind of ate up our time, but we still really want to see Homecoming. Yes, we've heard it's great, yeah, which yeah, means probably we'll probably care. hate it because it's a comic book movie. But whatever. And Link is going to shit on it because it won't have organic web shooters in it. And Baby Driver will probably like because we're fucking, we love British shit. Yeah, it's fucking it's supposed to be really good. It's Baywatch, sacred, sacred I might like. Baywatch, we'll probably fucking hate. No, Baywatch, I'll probably like. Um, Inconceivable is out. Yeah, has Eve Marie, so we'll probably fucking hate it. We gotta but we'll go watch her. fucking emoji movie. Emoji movie, that's coming yeah. out. I'm talking about the things we've missed. I think that's all we've missed. They are coming. Uh, yeah. We're going to try to get them theater-wise. If we don't, unfortunately, they'll have to wait till rental time. Mm-hmm. But if they come on like uh, video on demand, which comes really fucking quick, yeah. we'll probably still count it as a rental if it's video on demand. But Well, the thing, honestly, was I kind of had to make a decision between Spider-Man or War for the Planet of the Apes, and I like Planet of the Apes a lot more. Well, I wanted to see it because it just came out. I didn't want to go mm-hmm. do our theater movie as a week, movie that was a week old. Oh, and then also... 
you can go fuck yourself because we are 100% doing Valerian. Okay. I'm so goddamn excited for that movie. I thought we were doing Valerian if, as long as it came here. We didn't talk about it. Well, it's one we don't know if it'll come here. I swear to God if it doesn't come here. Um, I want the Disaster Artist to come here. It I won't. will drink a gallon of Mellow Yellow. Uh, the Disaster Artist is one we might do a little travel. Maybe it's December. We'll have to see. If it's in Columbus, we can go there because I have a $25 gift card for Fandango yeah, that I have not used in two years. Um, yeah, so I we really I really want to see that in the theater. I highly doubt it'll come here. I mean, we've been getting every other A24 film. Mm-hmm. I'll see if we get a ghost story. I really want to see Also, that. It Comes at Night was only there for a week. Oh, I knew that. Because <laughs> fucking most people in our town hated that fucking movie. Yeah. That movie's still great. I still think of A24 has this great thing of movies that they stick with me. And I'm like, I just can't let it go. I'm not Lloyd Kaufman. I like to moonlight. If you haven't listened to our interviews, by the way. Oh, yeah. We need to plug this. Check them out. We interviewed some awesome people at Indie PopCon. Uh, we interviewed a cool artist. B.D. Judkins, Caitlin Glass, who's fucking awesome, and Lloyd Kaufman, who, holy shit, we interviewed Lloyd Kaufman. How great was that? That was amazing. That that was cool. It's so yeah, cool we, to imagine, to think that we are at the point where we literally got to talk to Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah. I gave him a hand job Twice. 